0: Hey everybody, today uh, we're talking about sugar addiction. It's something that pops up when people are trying to get better with their energy and get their health back on track. Part of the thing that hangs them up with accomplishing their goals is that they feel that they are addicted to sugar. They have a really hard time overcoming that and that keeps them from moving forward with their health goals. So let's just talk a little bit about the sugar addiction. And, you know, sometimes people, I don't even know if they believe that it's real, but if you are in the throes of it, you totally get what I'm saying. So it might look to you that you're wanting and eating sweet things on a regular basis because you are constantly wanting sweets maybe you eat a dinner that's a really good healthy dinner and then a few minutes later you're looking for that sweet treat to sort of round out the meal Um, that can be partially due to blood sugar imbalance maybe you're that person that's constantly looking for sweets in your desk drawer at work in the vending machine maybe you're buying little tiny um, boxes of candy with you know the little tiny treats in it on a regular basis so that you're constantly Digging into something because you just need that sweet fix But that's the thing that's kind of interesting is oftentimes people say well I'm not really a sweets person But I would like chips and pretzels and things like that more of the salty type of cravings Now because of the composition of those types of foods Those turn into sugar so that can just be another sort of sugar addiction that you might not recognize so much because it is not sweet. So sometimes we don't really think of um, sugar as not being sweet, but I'm just trying to explain the difference to you so that you can sort of identify where you are at and figure out, you know, how to improve and where you need to start. So first of all, just kind of identifying that if you are that person that's always craving chips, pretzels, things like that, then you also could very well have a sugar addiction so here are the three things that i want to talk to you about so that you can overcome this sugar issue okay so the first thing i want to talk about is eating more whole foods you've heard this before this is nothing new that you you know that you have to stop eating more processed foods and candies and things like that because that's what's keeping that sugar addiction going and honestly some people that I work with are white knuckling their days, just getting through not eating quick fix things. So it's something that is, it takes a while. It takes a while to make part of your normal routine. But what I would suggest that you start to do is just start with one meal a day and replace it with more of a whole food meal. So here's an example and it might require some time You might have to add about five, 10 minutes to your day or morning routine or whatever meal of the day it is. Okay. So, um, in order to get over some of these things, we really need to make efforts oftentimes to get us over to the next level. Okay. So the first thing I would suggest is start with that one meal a day. And I feel like the easiest thing to do is start with breakfast. Um, and if you don't eat breakfast or don't eat, um, a meal in the morning, depending on your schedule and your time of day. Um, I'm going to suggest for a time you do that, even if you're in this intermittent fasting, um, schedule where you maybe don't eat till noon or something like that. I want you to, for a time, go back to eating some regular meals just to get the sugar cravings, addictions in check. So the first thing I would do is say you're, we're working with breakfast And then I would take your typical breakfast and the typical American standard American diet has us believing that we should be eating cereal and toast and jelly and fat free yogurts and, um, donuts and things like that, that that is considered a breakfast. Um, but we need to stop with doing that. So for example, if you're eating cereal with skim milk and orange juice, You are dumping into your system a bunch of sugar, whether you add sugar to your cereal or not, but that's causing more cravings for that sugar down the road, maybe an hour later, two hours later. So I want you to replace that meal with something more whole food, such as eggs. Maybe you have leftovers from the night before. So maybe it's a piece of chicken or steak, throw in some vegetables, try to replace one of those standard American meals that you might be eating with something that includes more whole foods. So proteins, carbs, and fats in that meal. If you use the example of the cereal and orange juice and skim milk as an example, that has a ton of sugar and there's no other macronutrients. There's no other nutrients like proteins or fats in there for the most part. Okay. So that is what keeps that sugar trigger going okay it keeps perpetuating so start with the one meal and make that sort of a habit before you move on to the next meal that's the easiest way to start mitigating these sugar cravings that you are having start by fueling your body in the morning with more whole foods and you will start to feel better very quickly all right so the second thing is to eat more protein so this will go right along with eating more whole foods okay so in your quest to overcome the sugar addiction you need to balance out your macronutrients and macronutrients as are the proteins the fats and the carbs and what you need to do is to make sure you're getting enough protein especially if you are someone who just has decided that you don't think you need that much, or maybe you don't want to bulk up we have heard those types of things as far as like working out, you don't want to bulk up. So don't, you don't need as much protein, but if you are a female who is going through hormonal changes and that starts a lot earlier than you could think um, there's a lot of hormone imbalance too, which will be another training at some point um, you need to have the protein in order to keep your muscle so that you will help with body composition, but also proteins will help you in that, with that sugar craving, all right? It'll help with the blood sugar responses that happens from the, from eating sugars. So, um, or the, the non-sweet things that are turning into sugar. So if you make sure that you have some protein with each meal and a good amount of it, you will start to mitigate those sugar cravings i promise you so my goal for everyone just is just a general recommendation if you have any like kidney disease or things like that you need to default to what your doctor is saying of course but in general you should be trying to get 80 to 100 grams of protein if you aren't even close to that work up to that So generally speaking, if you eat three meals a day, you know, shoot for 30 grams of protein per meal. All right. If you have snacks, you can add more protein to that as well. So work to get to, like I said, 80 to 100 grams a day, depending on where you are starting from. But what I would suggest you do is take a little survey of where you're at, so current current protein intake, track just your protein and some kind of food tracker for a few days. And then find out how many grams of protein you're eating on average for those three days. And I think you might be surprised to find out that you're eating far less than you should be. So that's a good indicator of where to start. So for example, when I did a check on this on myself a few months ago, I learned that I was only getting on average about 50 to 60 grams per day which is far, far from what I thought I was getting. And I was actually, um, you know, thinking I was eating quite a bit and I wasn't. So start with your 50 to 60 grams per day and then, or whatever it is, it is for you. And then add to it, add like 10 grams a day for a week, and then add 20 grams a day for a week. You know, just keep adding on until you build up to that 80 to hundred grams. Now the, the best recommendation, again, depending on your situation, goal, age, activity, um, if you have any diseases and things like that would be um, to look at your ideal weight in pounds and eat that many grams. So if your ideal weight, your lean body mass, you feel good at 130 pounds and you should shoot for 130 grams of protein per day, um, especially if you are engaging in weightlifting activities resistance training all right so first thing eat more whole foods start with one meal and add to it eat regular whole real foods instead of the process of packaged box foods you know every day and start with one meal and build towards all of your meals then the second thing add more protein so if you're eating 50 to 60 grams of protein per day, I want you to work to getting 80 to 100 grams per per day. Then I want you to add to so you get to the point that you're getting the grams of protein per day that you need in order to keep your lean body mass that you would like to have if even if you're not there yet. All right, the third thing to do is to work on stopping eating after your last meal of the day. Um, You can either use a cutoff time, maybe at 7 p.m. because you know that you eat dinner every day at 5.30 or whatever. Or you can just tell yourself if you're whatever time your dinner ends, you are done eating after that before you go to bed. What this is doing is starting the habit of not spiking blood sugar at night. So therefore, you can rest better, have better quality sleep and better quantity of sleep so that you don't wake up in the morning already, sort of in that um, craving for sugar or things that turn into sugar. So by stopping eating after dinner, you're giving your body space for digestion. So you can get into that better rest and digest state prior to going to sleep. Have better sleep, have better rest. Wake up feeling um, actual hunger. You know, maybe maybe you actually feel hungry versus getting up feeling kind of full because you binged on popcorn or sweets or whatever before you went to bed and then lie down try to lie down and go to sleep. And the whole night your body's trying to process this. Meanwhile, it's spiking your blood sugar. It's increasing your cortisol. You are not getting the restful sleep that you need. So giving yourself space between dinner and sleep and bedtime You're allowing your body to process the foods that you've been eating, digest them properly, get the nutrients from those foods, and then you are able to mitigate the sugar spikes that happen throughout the day, which lead to you wanting more and more sugar, okay? So that is probably, seems like a hard thing to do, but it is one of the things that people do that start feeling better the soonest. That's probably something you would notice within a few days, how you're feeling the next day. It might be hard to have that hard and fast rule of not eating after dinner, but once you do it, you're going to start to feel the benefits of that the next day. So that will keep you sort of in the game and keep you wanting to move forward. So just to recap, the three things you can do now to stop your sugar cravings And reduce that addiction to sugar whether it's sweet or salty is to eat more whole foods to eat more protein shoot for 80 to 100 grams per day first then once you have that down shoot for the grams that match the lean body weight that you like to have or that you would feel good at and then stop eating after dinner before you go to sleep give yourself that two to three hours at least before you go to bed, after your meal. Okay, no snacking at nighttime, basically. All right, those three things will get you very far in reducing those sugar cravings and that sugar addiction um, that keeps you spinning in this vicious cycle that keeps you from actually accomplishing your goals. It is hard to keep on that regimen of working out and eating well most of the time. If you are sprinkling in the sugar constantly, that's spiking your blood sugar, it's messing with your rest. It's messing with your ability to get a good um, sleep, sleepful night so that you wake up in that same mode and that frantic addiction the next day. So you have to stop the cycle at some place. Here are three tools to do that. I would probably start with one of them first and then stack them, habit stack them once you get them down and have this, you know, just tell yourself you're going to work on this over the next couple months. You don't have to do it all, you know, this week. It's not going to be done this week. You're not going to overcome all of this in one short amount of time. But when you stack these habits, you're going to be able to overcome and, realize what you're doing and how that impacts your health. So that if you do have an off night where you don't eat until 9 PM, but you're going to bed at 10 PM. And if that's what happens, then you, then you know that, Oh, well, that's a blip in time. It's a, it's a one-time thing or a, you know, not very frequent thing so that you will be able to handle what comes your way because now you've corrected the sugar imbalance. And so I haven't even gotten into blood sugar imbalance and cortisol that much and how that affects you. We'll talk about that on another training, but it is super important for you to get all of this in check and start this process um, so that you can actually reach your goals. And the majority of people that I'm working with are so frustrated and fatigued. A lot of times it has to do with thyroid disorder. A lot of times it doesn't. But if we keep on this hamster wheel of sugar addiction, it's going to be really hard to get your energy back. So start with these three things, um, be gentle to yourself with yourself on these things. Cause it can be difficult, especially if, you know, depending on how you're, how addicted you are to these things, it can be really, really challenging to change up your habits. And then the addiction is just, just like any other addiction. It screams even louder, you know, it's hard to, to overcome some of these things. So start with one or all of them, but just know kind of go through the steps that make sense for you and and make this your own path all right i know it'll help i see it help all the time it's helped with me over time um you know when i've when i've come across these things there's research that shows what this stuff does in your body and how it affects you and just a little note on the processed foods our foods are designed to keep us wanting to buy and eat more of them okay so just take that with you and understand that there is, this is designed to make us want to keep eating them. There is a science behind it for real. So make sure that you are trying to transition into eating more whole foods. Most of the time, progress, not perfection. All right. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day, a fabulous week and start taking care of yourself and that craving for sugars. All right. Have a nice day. Bye.